0: good Good morning morning, millennials Millennials. welcome back to the toast happy monday hope everyone's having a fabulous day fabulous fabulous and speaking of fabulous it's the most glamorous show-stopping girl i know my co-host who was holding it down here in the states for me this last week hey Jax, how you doing doing good thank
1: you speaking of fabulous it's turdy sister because Turdy and her other sister, there are so many, it's so confusing. We're so fabulous this weekend. We are
0: all dying to hear about your weekend in Lisbon. By the way, so it's worth mentioning, I could not this weekend pronounce Lisbon because... Because. Same for me, because... Jackie and I, you know, as a part of our business, we use a lot of different platforms to upload podcastings. One of the platforms we use, and we actually only recently started using them, is called Libsyn. And when we first started using this platform, we couldn't say it because it's obviously Lisbon. But now we're so custom to saying Libsyn that when I got to Lisbon, I could not say it correctly. It was a culture shock for a podcaster. It was a culture shock for a podcaster. (laughs) So, pardon, while I, you know, I kept just saying Portugal because I could not say Lisbon.
1: Of course. How was Portugal?
0: I went to Portugal on Wednesday. I... For those who don't know, my friend Brian, who's been on the show many times, it was his 40th birthday and he was selling like celebrating like this big milestone. Honestly, I didn't know how big he was going until we got there. Is Um, that because he didn't tell anyone or just because you just assumed it was going to be
1: something and then it was something else?
0: He did say he's like, I'm going all out. I'm going all out. But it went above and beyond what I could have imagined. It was it was basically it was four days, three nights. And every night was a wedding. Like yeah. it was insane. The first night was like a big welcome reception, this big dinner. He took over this beautiful restaurant that was like a palace. And then the second night was he rented out this castle and it was it was literally a wedding. And it was a dance floor, a stage, he had performances. The third night he took over this club where we did like a roast, and then it was just like this rave. It was so beyond my expectations it was amazing and I have to say my expectations I've never been to Lisbon and it really wasn't a place I ever planned on going um so my expectations were low for like the city itself it was amazing first of all like Lisbon itself is so cute it's like so quintessential Europe the cobblestone streets the cute little shops like it was really beautiful like this these hills these the hills I could have oh my god I could have died uh but it was so beautiful um So, I was already, like, overcome with, (laughs) 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 it's true. It's true. Sounds like you picked up a little something, something. No, 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 I'm fine. Um, I was already, like, you know, my expectations were... High? No, what's the word? Like, beat? Oh, exceeded. Exceeded. Before anything even started, because I was really so blown away with how cute Lisbon is. Like, people don't talk about it. Now I understand Brian is, like, a he has a visa he's becoming a permanent resident there like i totally get it it's so cute that's so awesome tell me about the roast who was the best okay
1: who roasted le- him so he had a ro- one of the nights like it was a roast which is Brian such Kelly. a good
0: idea such a good idea a he told you like nothing was off limits really he said you could say anything you want tell any story but just don't talk about dean his right. son which, which is so fair. was like Fair no, rules. Fair. I'm like, you don't even have to tell us that. Like, we're not going to start not talking about shit about your son. Monsters. Yeah. So the third night, he took over this. Um, it's a. It was a gay club, but they had this really great stage for drag queens. So we used that stage for the roast. Brian sat up on stage. I hosted the roast. I roasted Brian, and then he had five people roast. It was his best friend from high school, his college roommate Taylor Strecker, John, me, and then at the eleventh hour like the night before Brian's former business manager Adam was like can I please roast Brian I'm like it's not up to me it's up to Brian so Brian was like yeah of course and they worked together he just retired but they I think they worked together for 15 years and Adam has been waiting for this day his entire life he his was so long everyone got 5 minutes he must have been up there for 15 minutes but he said everything that he needed to say he went so hard he went so deep it was he was far and away the best like and he was so unexpected too like he wasn't even supposed to do it. That's so funny. It was hysterical it was actually a great idea for a birthday. You have to be really strong like I could never. Yeah
1: no I could never you could never but he oh. must have been really good for you to admit that he was the best and better than oh. you. Oh he was better than
0: me yeah yeah, yeah. no he was amazing okay. amazing and then the night before that was like the main event which was Brian took over this castle that was so beautiful on the beach. It was like a 30, 40 minute drive. You pull up it literally it was game of Thrones. Like it was this, it was King's landing. It was this huge castle. He took over the whole thing and it was this beautiful sit down dinner with performances scattered throughout. Cause all the entire um, party was seated at like this big It was about a hundred people and and the tables were set up in like a a semicircle around this big stage. So first came out um, the star of this Broadway show that's on, I told you that you would love it, Titanic. She's really like this world-class Celine Dion impersonator and so she sang Celine Dion and she did like little stand-up. It was so funny. Great. That was appetizers. Then entree was Shangela who, if you don't know, she's like one of the biggest stars come out of RuPaul's Drag Race. She was just on Dancing with the Stars and she... um. What's so crazy is like she went home like so early on an old season, but like she just stayed in the franchise and then she came back on All-Stars and she's really, she's amazing. And she did like a bunch of Beyonce and then we had dessert and then came the main event, which nobody knew. I didn't know, but nobody knew. So like when they announced like next performance is going to be Kim Petras, like when I tell you the room, which was mostly gay men, Jackie, they were not okay. They were not fucking okay. Screaming, screaming. Kim Petras came out and gave such an unbelievable performance I am obsessed with Kim Petras and I've been doing like my homework since I found out like a month ago that she was going to be the performer just making sure I knew all the words to all the songs um she was incredible her voice she's like she is going to be like an it girl pop star like she was so amazing her songs are so good her vocals were so good and she was so cool afterwards like you know She could have left, but she stayed for the party. And I just have to say, like, major shout out to the Toaster Nation that is everywhere because Kim Petras' assistant was the biggest toaster. So, like, I got to meet Kim. We took pictures. We hung out at the party. And, like, I like to think it's because, like, Kim knows my work. But mostly it was because her assistant, like, was like, she's the toast. Like, she's a big deal. And it was, like, shout out Toaster Nation, like, saving lives everywhere they go. I spent literally the whole night meet with Kim Petras. Like, I peaked. I literally peaked. And headline news, not one, but two of your arms were out. Oh, yeah. By the way, this was like a crazy weekend for me because one of the nights I literally wore a strapless dress. My arms have not seen the light of day, probably since the sixth grade. They were looking really good. I felt good. I got a spray tan, which always helps. Did you have more fun because like you weren't as hot? Jackie, that's what I wanted to come on here and say. (laughs) Because on Saturday night, I wore my arms out and on Sunday – oh, uh, no, Friday night I wore my arms, and on Saturday night I wore my hair in a bun. It's liberating. And those are two things I vowed to never do. But it's, you know, the year of yes. We're saying yes. And the way my night was so different because of it, my arms were free. On, I was dancing, 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 nonstop dancing, DJ, dancing – performance, dancing, screaming, and I wasn't sweating. And I'm always sweating. But because my arms were free, like I was just lighter. And then the night that I wore my hair up was the night of the the roast. And the roast was in this like really like small, like hot club. My hair was up. I didn't even, not one, I didn't have to take a shower, not one drip of sweat. I am obsessed with wearing my hair up now. I... I can't believe those words are coming out of my mouth. Like, yeah, I saw some pictures that made me like want to jump off a bridge. But you know what? I wasn't sweating. And I feel like that's the payoff. Like sometimes I'll see pictures of myself with my hair down, but I'm sweating so much that I hate the picture. So now it's like, all right, I have my hair up I, from the side. I got like, you know, three necks, but I'm not sweating. So like it's a it's a give and a take. You no, know, And like when your hair is down and you're sweating, like your hair uh, doesn't look good. No, and you, you put your hair up anyway. No, it's not looking.
1: It's not good hair. It's stuck to you. It's not doing anything for anyone. Okay, so add it to the list: Downton, Reading, Yellowstone, Succession, Wearing your hair up, which I've been trying to tell everyone have, is the. Have key- you? Yeah, like I wore my oh. hair up at my wedding reception. Oh, yeah, and I yeah, it was did. the key to having a great night. It's the
0: key the key to having a great night and you know, I brought my little wax And stick it's, a, with it's me. a little
1: facelift too like you will look more snatched in the face when your hair is up because you have to pull back so, especially if you do like a
0: hardcore slick run hard I had my wax stick I was waxing all over the place and people are like oh my god she got plastic surgery she looks so different I literally have not gotten plastic surgery I haven't even got my lips done in a while like I only get Botox in my forehead forehead whatever um I have no plastic. I looked so snatched
1: It's the bun. The bun life. It's the
0: bun. The wax stick is the key to the bun, though.
1: Yeah. And just like, you know, not having
0: postpartum regrowth. Yeah, no. The hair, I'm not postpartum and I don't have regrowth, but I got the craziest little fucking hairs around my ears.
1: Oh, I have those too. I've always had those. Like little payas. Yeah, they just. They are what they are. They are what they are. Have a bobby pin on hand.
0: So you know what? It was an amazing trip. I'm exhausted. I really never got on Lisbon time. Because we were out so late every night. And I don't even know what time it is. I'm so disoriented. I slept through my alarm today. I'm working on getting back onto American time. I'm happy to be back in the States because there's no Diet Coke in Lisbon. That's like my one note for the country. But again, that's just a European thing. Um, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm, I had the best time. Like it was, And I felt really good about like my outfits. And I got such good pictures. And I made so many good TikToks. Like I had like three or four TikToks that went viral. Like I had one that got a million Damn, right before the shutdown. That's that's like a big, that's like a successful weekend. Yeah, no, that that really is. And how was our little sister? I got to spend time with our little sister, which it was definitely giving cool crowd. It was giving cool, like we were the cool girls, you know? I felt like, you know, a bitchy, mean, skinny girl. That you are now. I know. It's such a good feeling. It's a life. Um it was, it was amazing. Like I, I feel like pictures didn't even do it justice. Brian did such a good job. Like every detail. Uh, I will say though, Portuguese food is not for me. I know that probably shocks nobody. Um, I literally had McDonald's four times because it was McDonald's and they have Uber Eats in Lisbon. Oh my God, obsessed. Um, I had McDonald's pretty much every day. I've actually... I'm not the type of person who, like, eats poorly and then is like, oh, I feel gross. I'm like, no, give me more. But it was, like, back-to-back of literally only eating McDonald's. I feel like – like, I feel lethargic. I feel like a gorilla. I feel terrible. I know. It's
1: so real how eating healthy makes you feel good and eating poorly. Like, that's what – It just shouldn't be that everyone's way. Everyone's been be trying opposite. to tell us all this time. And until you experience it, like, we Zach and I were driving. I was really hungry. And there was McDonald's. He was like, do you want to go? I was like, no, because then I will feel
0: so awful. Oh my god, like a slob, I feel. Like I've got this, like I, I need to like make a big duty. Obviously I didn't duty once while I was in Lisbon. Like that's so me. Um, you need your seed. I need a lot. Maybe if you things. had
1: your seed and you were taking your seed, you would know what it's like to make a big duty.
0: But you But don't. you don't. No, yeah, that's that's definitely coming my way this week, which I'm excited about. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm I'm so happy to be back home because traveling is so hard, you know, eight hour flight, but so worth it. Like really such Brian really out like it was next level it was beyond what I was expecting yeah and I expect a lot from him
1: it looked amazing
0: and then I came home just in time last night to catch the second half of the Oscars which is like where everything good happened
1: oh great because that's what by the time I turned it off so together we watch the whole thing two halves make a whole two halves make a whole we'll be recapping the
0: Oscars story number one so I guess we could get into it Well before we do major shout out so while there was no toast episodes on Thursday and Friday Jackie and I pre-recorded an episode for Thursday so if you were missing out on content you got to hear Jackie and I do a podcast episode on Thursday and then on Friday we were supposed to record but like I never got on New York time I could not make time to podcast so I brought my mic with me but Jackie ended up recording an episode at home with her and Zach and Zach hasn't been on the podcast in many years. years we did the math. So they did a major update with Mamerson's and people were loving it. Like, I feel like I'm about to be replaced.
1: You know, they were just loving the kid. Like, I feel like we gave some good advice. Like, it was just very realistic for like postpartum mar- relationship. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it was fun to have him back on. It was so different from all the other episodes that we've done because like everything's changed in our lives. Of course. So of it course. was good to catch up with him. Everyone, you know. Was able to hear where he's at and where we're at. And it was really fun, actually. We, we, it was a, a positive podcasting experience with your husband. Like, really, Which is so rare. I wasn't irritated at all. Like, really nothing we're, bothered me, which is crazy because it always does.
0: No, like, podcasting with Ben is full-blown panic. Yeah. Like, what's he going to say? What's he going to say?
1: Yeah, or he just is like, you know, they do things that are just, they don't work for podcasting. Like, they'll nod instead of saying yes. It's oh, like, this yes. is an audio show.
0: No, totally. Please, state
1: your answer, sir.
0: So if you were a Patreon member this last weekend, I hope that came in clutch for you while I was gone. Thank you guys for giving me the space to take two days off. Jax, thanks for holding it down. Yeah, welcome. And now we're back. Another gorgeous full week of the toast here. Another one. Another one. Okay,
1: so without further ado, da
0: it's time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know And to the fast five stories that you absolutely need to know are brought to you by Honey. The easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shipping tool, excuse me, free shopping tool, Oh my God, I'm not okay. That scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. So if you shop online, which uh, you obviously do, and you're not using Honey, like, what are you doing? I feel like the toasters actually told us about Honey many, many years ago, and I downloaded the browser extension all all that time ago. I still use it, and now you can use it on your phone when you're shopping online on Safari. So... It works on your iPhone, just activate it on your Safari on your iPhone, and you can save money on the go. Here's how Honey works. Once you download it, you're shopping at one of your favorite websites. When you check out, the Honey button will appear, and all you have to do is click apply coupons, wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons that it can find, and if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. So long gone are the days where you'd have to like r- Google like promo code for this website and like try 100 different ones before you found one that works. Honey does it all for you in seconds, saving you money, saving you time. There's literally no reason not to download it because when you use our link, you'll, da- you'll get the browser extension, for free. It's a free, free browser extension that saves you money. Like, what are you doing? Seriously. So if you don't already have Honey, you are straight up missing out. By getting it, you're doing yourself a solid, and you'll, of course, be supporting the toast. So get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com toast. I have saved money on clothing, food, electronics, Literally everything in my house I've saved money on from honey. That's joinhoney.com slash toast. Today's episode is also sponsored by Third Love. Most bras suck and it's a real bummer. And Third Love knows that it's not you, it's the bra. Third Love spent years designing bras for your body and they make over 60 sizes and they even invented half cup sizes. So you'll always get the perfect fit, which means you'll always look and feel great. When I first started using Honey like four years ago now, I realized what had been my problem this whole time, and it was I didn't know my correct bra size because I feel like I got measured once in a mall like 15 years ago, and I've just been using that as a reference point ever since, and their Fit Finder quiz is so accurate. It's crazy. They ask really detailed questions, and because they invented those half cup sizes, like you will get the most specific size for your bra because we all got different tits, okay? Why would we all use the same sizes? So if you're looking for an everyday bra, something with more coverage, an online style, a little extra lift, all of the above, check out Third Love's best-selling bras. Part of the reason I was able to go strapless this weekend in Portugal is because I have a fabulous, well-fitting strapless bra from Third Love. They're all designed to fit and support your body. They have a style for every solution, and they will make you look and feel great in whatever you're wearing. Again, those half cup sizes are available, so you will be sure to find your size after taking the quiz. It will change your life. Like Knowing what real size your boobs are is a life-changing fact that it shouldn't be so hard to find, and thanks to 3rd Love, it's not. So ditch the bad bras, get a better one that makes you look and feel great. Upgrade your bra and get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash toast. That's 20% off your first order today when you go to thirdlove.com slash T-O-A-S-T. Thanks, Third Love.
1: Thanks, Third Love. Third oh. Love. Turd Love. <laughs> love. Hearts. First story, Oscars recap. We have the list of winners. We have our personal thoughts on the proceedings. I turned it off right after Rihanna's performance. When did you turn it on?
0: A little bit before Rihanna's performance. So we we got the whole gamut covered.
1: Okay, cool. So here's the winner's list in the categories that you care about because they literally announced every single dreadful category last night and was so fucking boring
0: yeah no there was like a real lull when they were like you know of course you know people behind the scenes in the movies deserve all the recognition but like maybe that's like you know the pre-show awards because you know we're tuning in for the stars
1: no it was so much adapted screenplay original screenplay cinematography editing like it was yeah it was a lot visual effects Best Picture, the big award of the night, went to everything, everywhere, all at once. That really was the sweeper of awards. Except yeah, they Except when I everything. turned it off, I was getting the vibe that um, All Quiet on the Western Front was sweeping.
0: Mm, no, when I turned it on, it was like literally supporting actress, supporting actor, sup- uh, lead supporting actress. Lead actor. It was literally director, everything. Yeah, no, like they wound up sweeping, but... From what
1: I saw, like, I thought All Quiet on the Western Front was winning everything. And then I guess they stopped winning once I turned it off.
0: Like, So they were nominated for 12 Oscars, and I believe they won seven, seven which is crazy. Best Actor, Brendan Fraser, The Whale. Oh. That was really, that was emotional for everyone in the room. And it's just a beautiful, I know I did say if he didn't win the Oscar, I would get a bob. But you know me, I'm always saying crazy things, and I'm not getting a bob, so don't fucking try me. Um, I honestly thought it was, like, so not possible that he would win that's why I said it but with each award he won the SAG like he kept winning them and I felt like the Oscars you know was always trying to be different so he actually wasn't gonna win but he did and Claudia that's beautiful
1: I felt like he was gonna win it's worth noting neither of us have seen the movie still no
0: no but I did see Um,
1: last week that it's available to rent on YouTube which means that it's like on demand everywhere and you
0: could watch it at home yeah, last weekend, me and Ben stayed in on Saturday night, and like I put the trailer on on iTunes. I'm like, let's watch this, and we watched the trailer. And honestly, it looks so fucking sad and depressing. I'm like, I'm trying. I stayed in tonight. Like I, I want to enjoy my night, not ruin it. Like, I need you need to be in a very specific headspace to watch a film that sad. Yeah,
1: I just feel like if we didn't watch it before last night, like now our odds are even lower.
0: A hundred percent. But I do want to watch it still. I know, I know. Best actress, Michelle Yeoh. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Obsessed, Like, she's so the moment right now. Yeah. She looked beautiful. Her and Jamie Lee Curtis's friendship is really cute. And I just feel like everyone who worked on that movie was crying the whole night. Like, cry, cry, cry. I know. It was really sweet. It made me want to watch the movie because, like, I'll watch a sweep. Me too. Except when I went on my journey to start watching Oscars movies, which I did watch a few, I watched the trailer for that one. And it so looked like something I'd never want to watch. Yeah. It's very Matrix parallel universe. That's not my my cup of tea. I know. But a sweep... It's worth a, taking a look a sweep, at. A sweep is, a, is an endorsement. And you're the sweeper.
1: So you should watch a I am
0: watch the sweeper. Sweep.
1: 100%. Best Supporting Actor, Key High Kwan, everything everywhere all at once. Every time this guy makes a speech, it's, like, more beautiful than the last one, which isn't even possible because he brings a tear to every eye in the room. And yeah. I'm just so here for
0: the Elders winning Oscars. Like, I just have. Oh, my God. It was the evening of the Elders. Mm-hmm. I was so thrilled. People who's, like, you know— who either got, like, really late starts in the business or have been, like, really... Like, even Jamie Lee Curtis, she's been in this, in this business for 40 years and she finally won. Like, I feel like last night was kind of, like, delayed gratification for a lot of people. Yeah. Best Supporting
1: Actress, Jamie Lee
0: Curtis. You are all of us. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I could not stop Jamie Lee Curtis. You are all no, of but us. but what was so crazy was Ariana
1: DeBose... Yes. ...presented for... Best Supporting Actor and Best Supporting Actress. And she had to announce all of the nominees. And I was like, Angela Bassett did the thing. I really thought she was going to reference, self-reference the rap. She did not, which was disappointing. I, but she still brought her Ariana DeBose flair
0: to yeah. the presentation. They did not kill her spirit, you guys. No, they didn't. But she did do something that like kind of like annoyed me. Which was? When she announced, Ki Hai Kwan had won. Um she, like, opened the envelope and started sobbing. And it's like, okay, it's not about you. Like, just say the name and, and, and like, let the person get on stage. She was like, <gasps> ki Ai Kwan. Like, stop. Like, it's so dramatic. You're not his mother. Like, No,
1: I agree. And I don't know of one, but I'm not sure there's a clear, like, personal relationship established. Like, have they worked together right. in a movie?
0: I don't think so. Aside from I think just, like, just, like, you know, having admiration for a great actor. I, I think that's what it is. Like, the enormous respect people have for, like, you know, he's – spend time in a refugee camp and to make it all the way to the Oscars. He, and he said in his speech, like, that stuff only happens in movies. And you know what? It doesn't even happen in movies. Like, yeah. it's so wild. And I just, I don't know. That kind of, like, rubbed me the wrong way. It's like, being a presenter, it's like, you're really supposed to be, like, very, it's not about you. I really feel that. Okay. I do agree. So, I just, like, I found that annoying.
1: Best animated film, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. It made me want to see that any sometime in my life. Um, yeah. Skipping the next few categories to best original score, which is always an interesting category because there were some really good composers nominated, but mm-hmm. All Quiet on the Western Front one,
0: War tings. Mm. best original song. So let's talk about all the performances okay. because we- Wait, h- no. No. Before we talk about the performances, we have, did you see his speech? No, I didn't. Oh my God, Jackie, you would have cried. I know I would have. Jackie, he said- The cutest thing he was like you don't understand like growing up i loved the carpenters and the carpenters sing that song i'm I'm on the top top of the world world. jackie he started to sing that song on top of the world but he made his own lyrics about how he's you know so proud to be here and, and he's doing this for all the indians and he ended it and he's like now i'm on the top of the world it was so cute me and ben were crying like in that moment i wanted lady gaga to win but once I heard that speech, I was so grateful that she didn't because his speech was the cutest thing I'd ever seen in my entire fucking life. So I was feeling really conflicted. At the beginning of the night, I wanted Lady Gaga to win because Hold My
1: Hand has, be- has is my favorite song out of all of these songs. When I saw the performance for Natu Natu, did you see it? No. It was amazing. It mm. was, it, it felt like I was on a Broadway... 40 second street show like glamour 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 dancing everything it was ensemble cast it like was a taste of a movie that i now want to see like it had everything the song was so good and upbeat and i was like i understand now why this song keeps winning i and i hope that they win again because the performance was so amazing and it was a history making win and then i also saw rihanna's performance and i loved the song even more when she sang
0: it last night agreed and i was like oh this could win the oscar too So it was so interesting how like the performances kind of um, changed my perception of who should and shouldn't win. Because at first I was like, honestly, I don't think Rihanna's really a contender. I didn't think the song was that powerful. But then like seeing her perform and I was like, damn, like she was amazing. Her vocals were on point. She looked fucking sick. She looked amazing. And then like, I have not stopped talking about how this Lady Gaga song is the best song literary of the year um, movie or otherwise and that performance was not for me like not at all I do I love stripped down acoustic no makeup chap lips version like I love but what the fuck was that like that was not the vibe she literally changed the entire song like there weren't
1: even like hints of a similar melody really like hate by the end of it I came away saying like that was really good I thought she sounded really good and I either she was going through something or she was you know Putting on an emotional performance, which she does. Yeah, that's her,
0: like, artist thing.
1: Yeah, but, like, if I didn't know better, I would say, oh, Lady Gaga's kind of, like, going through it. Because she seemed so... Sad. Like, she was grasping to the song. And when she talked about how it's about, like, having a role model or a hero, it was very AC. American Camper talking about Counselor Snitch. Like...
0: I don't know. Yeah, it was not for me, like, by any stretch. I was, like, actually disappointed. And Lady no, Gaga, like, you doesn't be. disappoint. can't Turdy
1: Lou, I'm going to change your perspective because she wasn't supposed to perform until, like, literally yesterday. And so she got together with her peeps and she put on something. She obviously wasn't going to have, you know, oh, my God, I literally, like, I'm about to reference.
0: Something what, so A niche.
1: line from, like, and I'm like, what's that from? It's from, like, one of Harry's books.
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> what is it?
1: Brass bands play, balloons float high. The city looks so grand. I know you mean, like glamour. Yeah, like the, all the um, instruments and stuff that like Rihanna had, you know. Yeah. She put it together with her peeps from the basement and she gave us a performance and I'm, I'm grateful for that and she sounded really good. It wasn't the performance I would have wanted to hear, but I thought it was still really amazing. Yeah, not for me. And her
0: red carpet look was maybe my favorite. Oh, Stunning. Maybe my favorite. Loved Rihanna's red carpet look too, but her stage look was even so, better, uh, dripping in jewels. Like it was so sickening.
1: So um, neither of them won, and instead, not two, not two won. Which uh, I'm so, I'm so happy. The performance and the speech.
0: I'm very happy about that. Yeah, like I wouldn't have had it any other way. Yeah, and then a bunch of other stuff won. Congrats to everyone. Congrats to everyone. There was a lot of stars there who. Um, like, Miles Teller and Kelly Teller were there, which was so nice, you know, supporting the Top Gun, even though he wasn't nominated. They looked, there are no words, uh, visionary.
1: Yeah, visions.
0: Um, and there was also, like, some drama that came out of the night. First was, you know, I don't know if you saw Angela Bassett's um, reaction when Jamie Lee Curtis won. I did, and now I'm seeing all the recaps. Right. I don't think it's really fair to judge like what she's thinking based on that moment. Because, of course, everyone wants to win. That doesn't mean you're not happy for someone else. But it was almost like her look was like, she didn't even expect to win. Like, she knew, you know? I thought she was going to win. I thought she was going to win, too. But I also feel like the Oscars are, like, very anti. And I think this year, more than ever, they included a lot of, like, those big budget, not not y but, like, blockbuster yes. like black panther like popular. top gun popular i feel like the, you know oh you're you did well in the box office Kid, talk to you like they're very artisty um and i feel like this year more than ever they really included a lot of those like big budget movies so i just feel like they have something against those types of movies which is why angela bassett didn't win
1: yeah <laughs> that's very possible i feel like you're it's less of an oscar-y role right but i also feel like Angela Bassett's reaction to like not winning, like she doesn't need to stand up and cry that Jamie know. Curtis won. Like to me, that is a sign of someone who's not happy. So As opposed true. to someone else who's just like, okay, I didn't win. Okay, yeah, moving on, moving on. Yeah, like I don't get need this to camera now, out of my face. I don't need to now act again like I'm happy, <sighs> like I'm so over the moon for this person. When like, of course, I'd rather it be me. Duh, that should be me. And like, you don't need to stand for everything. I'm sorry. I know it should be it should mean something when there's a standing ovation facts facts and that when everybody stands when
0: one person wins it's because like the whole room is rooting for this person like if we're just gonna stand for everyone why don't we just all sit so true and it's like everyone's wearing big gowns and big shoes it's like we have to get up every 10 seconds right and now I have to get up when I lost like no and so I, I actually kind of appreciate her just like Just like sitting, literally, relatable. What did you think about Jimmy Kimmel as a host? Oh, I had a lot of thoughts. I missed the first few minutes of his
1: monologue, but I came in for the rest of it. And I thought that actually some of the jokes were really funny. Same. But the way that he delivered them felt like amateur night like he would just do like one joke at a time like and then look around like it really felt like an amateur comedian who was actually delivering decent jokes yes I I agree I don't know what he would have joked about if not for Will Smith and like it's so funny how this year it's like the slap the slap the slap when like when it actually happened like you all just sat there you all did nothing and you all gave him an Oscar right afterwards and that was actually like a fire point from Jimmy Kimmel it was
0: but it's like you guys like it Yeah, you're talking to like yeah yeah I know what you mean so
1: um it's it was like I guess good that he made light of it but it was also felt like a crutch for every single joke but yeah. there were some other jokes in the beginning that were just like throwaway jokes that I thought were really fu- that were really well written and funny just he was delivering them like
0: a noob I agree. I thought a lot of the jokes were really funny when he made the joke about, I forget who it was. I think it was the director. No, I forget who it was. Somebody I didn't know how he, you know, he actually didn't get into filmmaking until he was in his late forties. And before that he was a civil engineer for, and basically built the roads of LA. And he's like, it's so amazing that you're one of the greatest directors of all time. And one of the worst civil engineers of all time, because the roads in L.A. are abysmal. Yeah, I'm butchering the joke. But it was very funny. I agree. A lot of the jokes were, like, really smart and funny, and I, I enjoyed a lot of them. He was better than I thought, and I was, like, a big big hater before. Yeah. Uh, people are roasting him because he, like, joked around with Malala. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I agree. I watched it. It was fucking weird. Malala was not down. She
1: was not down, but, like, I don't think that he's, like, a horrible person for trying to, like, make jokes with Malala. Like, She came to the Oscars. Like, we're going to have a laugh we're gonna no, attempt
0: one i no i agree like it It was definitely awkward but she like made it awkward and it's like well what are you doing at the oscars anyway like it was like a you went like you have to dive in yeah yeah this isn't like the nobel peace
1: awards like this right. is the oscars it's entertainment we're on tv here like right i'm gonna make a joke i'm gonna throw it
0: to malala do with that what you will no, it was definitely like <laughs> weird that they wrote a thing to like you know <laughs> joke with malala because she's (laughs) literally like an activist who was shot in the face like i don't know if that's like you know the vibe but she she should have leaned in but i don't think she like culturally like i don't think she knows what the fuck no like i don't think so either but i actually
1: thought her answer was like perfect for the question and perfect for malala because he was like do you think harry styles
0: spit on chris pine and she was like i only talk about peace peace no But, like, she looked Herf. uncomfortable and everyone around looked uncomfortable. And he did this shtick where he would, like, give the microphone. Then he did Colin Farrell. And then he did Jessica Chastain. And these, you know, actors are going to make it a moment. Say the funniest thing they could think of. And was like, I don't know. I just talk about peas.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I... I it, it didn't... It, the execution wasn't, like, A+, plus, but I think the ideation, like, oh, Malala's here. Let's have a laugh with Malala. Like, why not get Malala involved? Yeah, no, Malala likes to joke,
0: too. She came to the Oscars. Like, she's not completely anti. She looked glamorous. She did. I loved what she was wearing. So, I... I, have, I think like, Malala thought it was funny. I I, th- I hope... I, yeah, I hope she, like, wasn't offended. But
1: I, I don't think he... I think he was just, like, you know, being silly. And I, I think it's a funny concept. Like, let's
0: joke, joke around with, with Malala. 100%. Malala about, like, nonsensical Hollywood things. Right. I'm sure Malala could actually use a reprieve from her kind of from her strenuous work. work. Yeah. To just some... You know, let's lighten it up. with Lighten it up with Malala. New podcast. Literally. Um, And then the other big drama everyone's talking about that I actually have a lot of thoughts yes. on is the Hugh Grant. Yes. i so, got that here. So... He On was, the major uh, network, which was ABC, right? Yep, they had Ashley Graham, Vanessa Hudgens, and Lily Singh as their three correspondents, um, and they would go back and forth. Everyone got a, a new person, and and Ashley Graham had the great displeasure of of interviewing Hugh Grant, who I presume wanted to be anywhere else but that podium, because you know. And I'm going to be totally honest. Was Ashley Graham asking like the most, in, you know, thought provoking genius questions? No. Was Hugh Grant being a fucking prick? Yes. So he, if you watch the clip, he's so disinterested. He thinks he literally is standing there thinking that Ashley Graham is dumb. Like I know that like, that's literally what's going through his mind. He rolled his eyes at the end. He's giving one word answers. She's so desperately trying to claw like a four word answer out of him. And she just ends up being like, well, what are you wearing? Like there was just, she got through all of her questions that should have taken five minutes and it took 25 seconds because he was like, yeah. uh, no, I enjoyed it. Cool.
1: Yeah, he definitely was not an easy subject to be interviewing. But I just wonder like if this if the person doing the interviewing was like an actual host, how they would have pivoted the conversation, you know, because she really asked one question, like, are you so excited to be here? And he was like, pretty much no. And then she said, so what are you excited Excited about tonight?" Like, and it's like, well, he's not fucking excited. So, ask a different question. And so, and then she went to literally the lowest question on the red carpet, which is who and what are you wearing? And it's like when the combo when you're clearly talking to someone, you need to match their energy. And like, yeah, he was being an asshole, but like, that's the job of the host is to like find some common ground. And like uh, the hosts of your, like would do extensive research on everybody who's coming through. Also like I mean, maybe it's not on her to see every single movie, but he was in Glass Onion for literally two seconds. He opened the door.
0: Yeah. So my thoughts are very similar. Like half of me is like he was a prick. But then the other half of me is like, what the fuck is going on at ABC? This is the biggest night in cinema. This isn't like a pop award show where you can get away with like surface level questions. Like this is all about art and film. And what the fuck do you have... Three non-journalist celebrities doing as your correspondents. Like, what happened to the Ryan Seacrest, Jason Kennedy, Kat Sadler, professional interviewees? Like, we have a YouTuber, a Disney actress, and a model being red carpet interviews for the Oscars. Okay, if it was the People's Choice Awards, I love it. But like, I kind of understand Hugh Grant's like this Oscars. Like, it feels like a farce. Like, it's like. These aren't thought-provoking questions. These aren't people who know a lot about the film, the cinematography, like, or who aren't well-researched. So I did feel bad for Ashley Graham because she was just doing her job. And she was but it's really, like on a higher level. What the fuck are is the thought process behind these three people being chosen as the official A, B, C? On TV correspondence.
1: Agreed. And I think she did as best a job as she could because she was really sweet and she kept her mm-hmm. positivity and like she was smiling and then she just like ushered him off when she like got through the four questions that she had for him. Right. But like the problem is that she only had four questions for him in her like Rolodex of questions and they were extremely surface level, nonsensical questions when you're talking to like this is the
0: serious actors award right. show. No, this is like a really legit thing. And so two things can be true like Hugh Grant can be a dick. But I'm, you know, his point wasn't lost on me. Like, it's a kind of like a circus. What's going on here? Yeah. I want to go back to the days, and I feel like E is experiencing this because they've gotten a lot of really negative feedback about Laverne Cox. And I love Laverne Cox as an actress and just as like a human being. But her questions are like so moronic. And everyone's (laughs) like, what's the story behind your outfit? That's what she says to everyone. It's like, what happened to the days of... Right. Like, what happened to the days of, you know, every award show, like, every network having their people? Yeah. You know, like, and I feel like, yeah, in the digital age, like, we've moved into, like, more influency type people, but there's a lot, like, I feel like Kelty's such a great, like, Kelty's one of those OG interview entertainment tonight. Like, she knows everything about everyone. She reads those binders for weeks yeah, on end. Yeah, who's gonna
1: study day and night, but when you have someone who's, like, a model or an actress or has other jobs, like, it's not their primary job to like know all of this stuff so then they show up they have probably the thing in their ear and they have you know they have the briefs but you need like extensive knowledge to be able to pull questions out of thin air with people who don't want to give you anything it's not an easy job I think people think it's so easy let's put our favorite celebrity in there because they have fun conversations but like there's a reason why this is a profession and yes most of the time people are able to conversate and you can have fun and like a celebrity is you know giving is you open. more open and giving you more than you expected. But like
0: you're trained for moments like this and they're not ha- trained. Agreed. Hashtag bring back the journalists. Like, I don't know what every. it's happened on every network. And I, I don't really having a person who is the interviewee interviewer be a celebrity themselves. Like makes no sense. Yeah. Like the, the interviewer is supposed to be like representative of the people. You know, yeah. a nobody. We need a commoner, a professional journalist, a, a professional pro- an interviewer. An entertainment
1: journalist. Like there should be those. There's so many. That's everyone's dream job. Yeah. So I agree with that. I will say though, I only saw this
0: clip. I don't know how the rest of the carpet went for her. She might've been was, amazing. She was fine. She wasn't amazing. Everyone was fine. But it's like, I just think on a whole, we've taken this like, you know, this thing a little far where we've actually literally totally excluded actual celebrity entertainment journalists right and also like what about someone with a comedy background
1: because like when like who these questions are bombing they have experience in
0: bombing and like being on stage and like getting the audience back shifting and yeah yeah it's a miss for me i I think we need to actually go back in time because there was a time where red carpets especially on e like they were killing it like joan i mean that's the gold standard joan is the gold standard obviously not everyone's going to be joan but like we should aspire to joan Joan, of course, but then also even after Joan, it was, like, the the staples. Ryan Seacrest, Juliana, say what you want about her. She was good, and she fucking studied. Yeah, no, I, I'm i not... Like, she had some awkward moments, but she always she, had, like, a question in, up her sleeve. And she always knew everything about everyone and their projects and what they had going on, and I don't know if that was something in her ear, but she did a good job. And I feel like E is now doing, like, that next generation with, like, Justin Sylvester, Adrian Bailon, um, Kelty, and I don't know why, you know... They wouldn't put a uh, Tanya Rad. I don't know why they wouldn't put those people on the carpet. Instead, they have um, Laverne Cox. And I'm not trying to say any. I love Laverne Cox, but it, it's not her strongest quality.
1: Who, who did the E-Red carpet last night? I didn't watch E. I don't know. Oh, you didn't see any clips or anything? No. TikTok hasn't caught up? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, anyways, I do feel bad for Ashley Graham, but it's, Same. it's a really hard position to be put in. And that's why
0: people's job is this. 100%. So any other Oscars thoughts? No, overall, it was, it was good. It was fine. It was... It wasn't like the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. No, but it we was got- positively dreadful, honestly. And the,
1: all the categories, they brought back all the categories. Because I guess last year, some of them were offline and people were upset. Uh, I don't know who. Um, so they brought all the categories. And it, like every 30 minutes, there was like an ad for ABC, w, Warner Brothers 100 anniversary. Did you, I don't think you saw this stuff, but it was an ad for The Little Mermaid. Like yeah. a trailer, which by the way, looked really good. But um. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, that's what commercial breaks are for. It's like they wanted to make the show as As long long as possible. Said we are in no rush.
0: Yeah, well, they're on L.A. time, so they wouldn't be in any rush. But for us, it's almost midnight. Wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it up. Um, Before we dive in, let me just tell you how our next couple of stories are brought to you by Nutrafol. Did you know 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair? If you're among them, know you're not alone and that there's a solution that you can trust to deliver results. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, the thickness, and visible scalp coverage. You know, I spoke about this on my Instagram recently. I've been dealing with like crazy shedding. Like Every time I run my fingers through my hair, there's like so, like more than normal. And I know a lot of it has to do with like a a recent change in my diet. And so when I was like asking around for like some of my friends who have dealt with like hair loss, everyone recommended Nutrafol. It's such like a, it's like a really like a brand you can trust. Um, And I've had really good um, results with it. So, Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the five root causes of thinning hair, which can be stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Nutrafol has three unique formulas to support women throughout all stages of life, including postpartum and menopause. Each formula is physician-formulated using natural, drug-free, medical-grade ingredients in consistently effective dosages, so you get the most reliable results. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months, and over 3,000 top doctors and stylists recommended Nutrafol as an effective and high quality solution for healthier hair. So you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com, enter promo code TOAST to save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. So get that $15 off at Nutrafol.com, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TOAST. Today's episode is also brought to you by Squarespace. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. So if you're looking to build a website but you don't know where to start, check out Squarespace. They have amazing tools to help you get your business off the ground, whether you're starting a side hustle, you work in e-commerce. They have fabulous tools, especially for e-commerce, because Squarespace is the space to sell everything and anything. Squarespace has the tools that you need to get your business off the ground, including e-commerce templates, inventory management, a simple checkout process, and secure payments. Whatever you sell, Squarespace has merchandising features to make your products look their best online. They also have video blocks, ways to connect your social media accounts, traffic overviews, and content ownership. So you own all the content you put on Squarespace's platform because they offer a one-click data portability. So check out squarespace.com slash toast for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use the offer code toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain so whatever reason you might be wanting to build a website but you don't know where to start it can be really intimidating you know if you don't have like a software engineering or a computer science background Squarespace is a great place to start you can build a beautiful website it takes really not a long time and it'll look super professional and no one will know like Squarespace did everything for you Um, and then you'll also get really good insights into your analytics your traffic overview where people are going to your website from, how time they're spending on the website so again use the offer code toast at squarespace.com slash toast for a free trial and once you're ready to launch use the code toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Thank you Claudia. You're welcome.
1: Our next story little rumor that could be true could be not the 2023 Met Gala could be Kardashian free. Mm Mm-hmm the Met Gala could be Kardashian-free this year after the whole family of reality stars attended in mass for the first time in 2022. Sources tell Page Six that Vogue boss Anna Wintour is cracking down on the guest list at the annual Fashion fete, and that no Kardashians will make the cut. Vogue wouldn't comment on the event's guest list when they reached out, but a source familiar with the Kardashian-Jenner clan says that it's not true that they were, weren't invited to the big ball. So, some people saying they're not invited... Other people saying they're invited. Still, the story is kind of weird and out of nowhere, and it just is making me consider the veracity.
0: Yeah, I feel like I feel like there actually is a world in which a lot of the Kardashians don't go to the Met Gala this year. Um, what? Oh, so what? It's in like two months, right? It's March and it's in yeah. May. So I don't know, because they're in like this weird space right now, like they're being very like low key and quiet cause they're kind of like coming off the heels of a lot of like negativity and people are just like not feeling them right now. Um, I don't really see a world in which Anna Wintour like banned the Kardashians because to be honest for the last few years, a lot of people have exclusively only cared because, that, because they were there. And I think that wouldn't be smart, but I do see a world in which she's like, you know, getting really strict on who they allow in. Cause I feel like the last year or two it's kind of like a free for all. Like some of the people I'm like, how the fuck did you get here? Didn't seem all that exclusive. Yeah, I think that they should crack down on the list the last few
1: years. It hasn't been that cool seeming but i think the kardashians are not the problem with that they're actually kind of the solution they have so many friends in hollywood all of their friends are like fellow a-listers like Haley bieber like you know yep. their network they should be there i think they make the party really fun i think that they're all going to be there kim is definitely going to be there with dolce and gabbana like oh, uh, yeah. they're all like kendall is an actual model she's going to be there i think kendall yeah kylie was just like fashion girly in milan i think and she, Kendall and Kylie last night went to
0: Vanity Fair. Right. And they're party. like in
1: their like going out fashion girlie's era. They're 100% going. Now maybe Chloe isn't dying to go again. Maybe Courtney, I could see that like her being like, "Oh, I it,
0: I went, it was okay. I don't need to go back." I can see actually Courtney not being invited back. I felt like the last time she was, remember on the carpet, she was like kind of rude. Yeah,
1: Chris always goes with Tommy Hilfiger who is still her friend. So Mm -hmm. unless Anna literally says to Tommy, you can't invite Chris, like
0: Chris will be there. I don't think this is true. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Um, I don't think it's true that none of them, because you're right. Like, definitely Kim and Kendall, I feel like, are always 100% guaranteed to go. One, because Kim is so fashion and Kendall is obviously like a very high fashion supermodel. Kylie, like, sometimes doesn't leave her house. So, like, I could see her not going. And then no, Chloe but Kylie and Courtney, is in her
1: leaving her house era. She's literally so snatched right now. She's, oh, wait, she she's like stepping out in all these fashion looks recently, like yeah. Shea Pirelli and all that stuff she was yeah. wearing. Like, she's loving it. She, like, is so
0: skinny right now for lack of a better word and she's gonna go to fucking Met Gala yeah I mean but she also like does you know sometimes not go to things so I'm saying like her not going isn't like she wasn't invited but like I see it. sometimes she doesn't fucking go like remember like she had a sore throat so she didn't go to Balmain like she she sometimes skips stuff so I could see whether she's skinny or not I could see her not going yeah but I, I don't think I'm saying I don't think that would mean that she wasn't invited by Anna got it okay fine but now that this rumor is out there, I feel like like now they're going to go, all of them. You know? No, but I, I don't feel know. like
1: even only one, one or two have to go to dispel the rumor because the rumor is that none of them are invited to Kardashian-free affair. So that's yeah. either true or false. Because minimum, we really always get Kendall, Kim, and Chris. Yes, and I think we will again. And I really think Kylie will be there. Me too. I don't know about Chloe
0: and-, and Courtney. I hope Chloe's there. I
1: hope Chloe's there. I hope she had fun last time, but I didn't get the vibe that she did. Because she said she had a lot of anxiety about those things.
0: Yeah, I don't think she had a bad time. I think it was like very nerve-wracking. I think Courtney like had a bad time. Like when she was being interviewed, she was like, This is weird.
1: Yeah, yeah. I could see her being like, I don't need to go again.
0: And I could see her not being invited because she didn't like appear to be grateful to be there and her outfit kind of stunk. Big brown skirt.
1: Yeah, but do you think I feel like Anna would weirdly like not care about someone who's like acting co- too cool for the event that's like better than someone who's acting like desperate for it mm,
0: true you know what I mean true, true. <laughs> honestly I hope that this rumor is not true but maybe it's like a misconstrued rumor about how they're just you know becoming way more strict about who can come because it, sh- it should be it that should
1: be that there are all of these like random like added, what's like young Hollywood people who are yes in today but they're not like a list it's really not an a-list event anymore no it it became like a
0: little mainstream
1: but I also understand like the last few years were confusing with COVID COVID. and people who could come and couldn't come and like the the vaccine thing so then I think a lot of people didn't go that year so they had to bring in the B team and the C team or
0: by the way that is true and, you know, there were a lot of blind items about celebs making, like, fake vaccine cards just to get into the Met Yeah,
1: there were, like, I think there were probably a few who did fake vaccines, but I think I think a lot of celebrities
0: also didn't get vaccinated because they're, like... Uh, by the way, one nobody talks about how, like, definitely half of Hollywood is not vaccinated. They're so green and, yeah, like... Yeah, like, they're not putting stuff in their body. No, right. There's no fucking way. I know for a fact nobody in Hollywood is vaccinated. Like, it, it's literally logic. Hello? Yeah, so I think... Um, are they still? Is it? You have to be va- vaccinated to no, go this year. There's not
1: that law in New York anymore. Oh right! Oh right!
0: It wasn't Met Gala. It was. It was New just York. events in general. Events, events. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to events, but I have to events, have a vaccination. Events, I wanna <laughs> events, events. I want to go to events. Invite me to your events. Oh, you're right. So maybe it'll be, maybe it'll be less B list. I think even last May
1: you didn't need a vaccine because you didn't in New York then. So anyways, the last few years have been a hodgepodge. Plus there was like two in one year because there was September and May. Yep. Yep. I think this year, Coombs Fresh. I think Anna, like she's like, okay, the nonsense COVID, you know, the... Tabula rasa. Yeah, everyone like had an excuse then. Then you have to get tested and all this stuff. Like tabula rasa, let's get back to the A-list. I think that's good.
0: Yeah, maybe that that policy got misconstrued to page six as the Kardashians aren't invited. Yeah, like, or maybe, yeah, they, they were probably like, they're, you know, taking out the trash, and maybe page six interpreted that as the yeah. Kardashians. But it, I don't know. No, think because, so. you know, whether you want to admit it or not, and I feel like a lot of really, like, high fashion people who are, like, into art and fashion and culture, like, hate on the Kardashians. But to deny their influence on American fashion it would be is moronic like you it's you literally can't ignore them no
1: and like Anna tried it it didn't work out i don't think she's going to go back to ignoring them and they've only become more even though they become a little less beloved they've only become more fashion
0: yeah yeah you're right you're right but maybe maybe and this is
1: like why Kim didn't like do a big thing about Balenciaga like maybe this would be her punishment for not standing by them because remember we said like what does she have to lose by dissing Balenciaga she doesn't need the money but you said that like it could be an industry thing where it's like yeah because really no one Anna never said anything about
0: it no nobody wants to be known as like the whistleblower and so Kim like speaking out like she's What we know about her is, like, for as long as she's been famous, she's been dying to get into the inner circle of fashion. And she's there now. She's going to make some big stink and have everyone think, oh, like, oh, she tattled on us. But she didn't even make a big stink. She just stopped working with them. But maybe
1: that would be enough.
0: No, I don't think it's enough.
1: No, enough for them to, like, kick her out. But she's now with Dolce & Gabbana. And she's still fashion. Fashion. And they usually have a table?
0: Question mark? I don't know.
1: Anyways, if she goes with them, she'll look amazing. Those looks are much nicer looking. Agreed than
0: Balenciaga like leggings. Ugly. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Well, that makes me a little excited for, oh, and the theme is so good. It's Carl.
0: Carl. Yeah.
1: Oh, and Kendall was so close with Carl. She'll be there.
0: Yeah. She was a Carl girly. Let's just, let's chalk this up to, you know, game of telephone. Yeah.
1: Are you ready for our next story? Some actually shocking news. Sammy Sweetheart is returning to the Jersey Shore after a decade-long hiatus and after saying she would never come back to the show. Over 10 years after she left the original series, Sammy Sweetheart Giancola has reunited with her castmates to film Jersey Shore Family Vacation MTV announced Saturday. The network revealed the news via social media by sharing a photo of the reality star sitting on a chair with a boom mic and a camera in frame, seemingly filming a confessional. Sammy also confirmed the exciting comeback by reposting the same pic to her Instagram stories and Twitter. Fans were quick to express their thoughts on social media, writing things like, oh my God, stop. This is iconic. Stop!" So it's been over a decade since fans have seen her on the show with her castmates. She had said she wasn't coming back to the reunion because she was like newly married and wasn't going to go be around her toxic
0: ex, Ronnie Magro. No, and if you watched Jersey Shore recently as an adult and you saw what went down in their relationship like you understand we chalked it up as kids like oh they're crazy watching it now as an adult like you realize how fucking abusive and manipulative manipulative Ronnie was as a boyfriend and like why anyone would return to that now that they're happily married like I have so much respect for her not returning but I love this like it feels like she's in a really good place well what two things one
1: beyond he's was a horrible boyfriend and extremely toxic person like when you are married you don't not enter a situation and a share house with your ex of
0: five years five years yeah
1: that's insane so I really appreciate her just like putting her actual reality above reality Reality television because we talk about this all the time how are you ever supposed to get over someone when you are with them like if I would never allow my spouse to go and like do that I don't care that it's for a tv show like this is our life
0: yeah no it's the way you just said it is perfect like putting your own reality before reality tv and like actually having boundaries and not letting, like, money influence that is something I have enormous respect for. But as somebody who's, like, a huge fan of the show, I'm very excited to see her come back. And I feel like I'm glad she took time and, like, she got married and maybe she's feeling really settled and really secure and, like, good enough to go. And Ronnie's not on the season. He is oh. taking a break
1: amid mental health issues and legal woes. Uh, he said, after talking to the team at MTV, we have mutually agreed that I will step away from the show while I seek medical treatment for my mental health issues that I've ignored for too long. My number one goal is to face my struggles head on because we've reported over the years like
0: he has these domestic uh, um oh my god in like insane legal with that, that woman he had a baby with like really insane stuff so he's not on which is why she's coming oh okay that makes a lot yeah, sorry, of sorry i've been like waiting and, to add that detail because oh, it's germane to the story <laughs> it's germane it's germane okay that's great and uh, you know what sammy's like such a cute little influencer now she has like a little boutique like I feel like she's a really nice happy like healthy like balanced life so I'd love to hear from her and see where she's at with all the girls yeah I think it's gonna that's gonna be a theme of the season
1: is her kind of making amends with the girls because I think she kind of blew them off when family vacation started they really want her to come back and then uh, Snooki said like Sammy blocked her even I maybe she just like couldn't
0: handle deal with all it. of
1: it so i think rapprochement but honestly if they can get to a good place with angelina anyone can get to a good place with anyone
0: i mean how much do you think mtv paid sammy sweetheart like
1: a shit ton i hope so me too because this is really exciting
0: no this is like major news. and she's not
1: even like the best cast member no but it's like they're a family they're a family and that's what the cast has said over the years like it's it's not who said this. Um, Snooky. she said she's a part of the show. I feel like it's not full unless all
0: of us are there. It's true. No, it's true. Like they're a family. It's been incomplete. I feel like the the re, the new show, Family Vacation, is great and stuff. But like, it's definitely been missing. Like, and even they tried to fix it with Angelina. And like, try as she may, Angelina is not a part of the show. No, I mean she is now, and she definitely no filled a part of the
1: hole. But there was still more hole.
0: Yeah, and I think Ronnie should really get off of TV for good. Like he's he is such a toxic person. He is like ne- he's more toxic now than he was back then. Like he is so honestly atrocious, and I'm so glad that she doesn't have to be in the same house as him. Yeah, well she wouldn't. But not. I'm glad that we can have her and not him right now. Me too. I love this. Like I, if you follow her on social media, like you know she's like really cute. She's like a really cute life, and I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what she's been up to. Same. Are you ready for our next story? Is this number four? Number four. Is it the 4 story that's brought to you it's by? A four story. It's a four story, bro. That's brought to you by Droplet. Did you know that 90% of your skincare goes to waste because it gets wiped or sweated off before fully absorbing into your skin? That's why we're so excited to introduce you to this new product we've been using, the Droplet. Because when we heard this statistic, we were shook. That is shook worthy. It's shook worthy. And you know what? It kind of makes sense because, like, whenever I used to do my skincare and then just get into bed and, like, it would literally rub off on my pillow, like, it. It's not that difficult to understand, and that's why I've been loving using the Droplet. So their award-winning handheld device transforms your serums into high-velocity micro-mist that absorbs into the skin 20 times deeper than topicals, where the ingredients can actually do some good. So the device also pairs with their Droplet mobile app to unleash the most powerful, deeply penetrating results, and it lets you personalize your skincare routine with targeted treatment modes. So here's how it works. Choose the serum that best meets your skincare needs and start misting. So for me, my skincare needs are always, especially this time of year, my skin is really dry. And like putting on a bunch of serums and moisturizers and then going to bed, I understand now why the results weren't so great because they really were not absorbing into my skin. So Droplet is fun and easy to use, and it delivers powerful treatments in under 60 seconds, morning and night, right from the comfort of your own home. It feels like a mist, but it offers an injectable, Alternative without needles, pain, or recovery time. It's the ultimate self-care experience from the comfort of your home. The device works like uh, like with formulation capsules, kind of like an espresso pod. So you can use it to infuse the treatments that are right for you, not just in onto your skin, but into your skin. So if you want to try it out for a limited time, listeners can get fifty percent off your droplet device at droplet.io and use code toast. That's d r o p l e t t e dot i o code toast.
1: Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. Our next story bumped to number four this week. Scandaval continues. Mm. Tom Schwartz was uh, seen at the airport speaking to TMZ, commenting on Scandaval and how, he, how he's spoken to Tom and that he there's a profound sadness. He said that Tom is a piece of shit. Not in a way that it's like he was actually scolding him. He said, I haven't right. spoken to Tom today. I think, you know, they're very much close aligned um, he talked about how he was very sad about the effect that it's having on his business he's very sad for that's all they care about i know
0: but like i get it on a personal level but like stop telling i know and stop then he so said obvious. well he
1: said before that hit about like he was so sad for ariana then he said i'm worried about my business and i'm worried about ariana um ariana meanwhile was at a friend's wedding in mexico this weekend looking like she was having fun uh and on thursday night or Wednesday night, Vanderpump Rules was on last week. And Lisa Mm -hmm. Vanderpump was on Watch What Happens Live. Have you had a chance to watch?
0: I watched some of the clips and I watched the new episode on the plane last night of Pump Rules. You don't
1: understand. I actually am shocked at the way the season is still giving, even though we're so behind because listening to everything that Raquel says and and seeing everything that she does, like knowing what she's capable of and knowing that like right around now, I, I need an official start date. I know. But according to the seven months, like we're in the affair. I literally don't believe that. But what's interesting is Tom, in his statement, said that he didn't tell Ariana because he was worried about her mental health, which actually does coincide with the loss of her dog, dog and how right after that would not be a good time. And then, like, you know, time goes on and on. Lisa actually had a really good theory as to why Tom and Raquel didn't come forward. She said that she thought that they were trying to make it through the reunion of this season, have the season be what it was. Mm. Then he would break up with Ariana off camera and start dating Raquel. And by the time, and that would be crazy, but they wouldn't be airing. And by the mm-hmm. time the new season started, people would have had a chance to get used to it.
0: Yeah, no, that's a really good call. They were so um, close, two weeks away. By the way, anyone else, like, sobbed during, like, the dog stuff? I was, like, literally not okay. Oh,
1: no, but it was really sad. And it was just even sadder knowing, like. Yes, knowing what we know. Knowing what we know. And I can't even.
0: No, it was so sad. Um, And you're right. Like, I do see that. Like, maybe he tried to tell her right then. But then her dog died, so she needed some time. And, like, life just gets away. And, like, you try to tell someone something so many times. But, like, it's just never the right time
1: else have the, a theory that maybe tom sandoval forgot to give the medication that she had told him to give
0: of course i thought that
1: that's like cameron and um
0: yeah Hort. from real Housewives of dallas at <laughs> least
1: they were like honest about it though
0: yeah no i could totally see a world in which tom
1: sandoval was not listening did not he had to pick up more medication and give it to right. the dog
0: no he was like 100%. half listening i need by the way when andy does like a call out on Twitter and Facebook for questions for the (laughs) reunion. Somebody, can you guys all like ask him that? Like if we all ask, he can't ignore it. It's a good question. It's a good question. I will, you will forget to ask it, but like, it was my first thought.
1: Yeah, it was, but then I forgot about it because I was just like sad for Ariana and she didn't seem to think about it. So I literally forgot until right now, but it's possible.
0: And then also that whole Oliver Raquel thing was really weird. And so I don't know what I would have been thinking about Raquel this season if I didn't know what I already know about her. Um, Because she's acting fucking crazy. Like Lala made it explicitly clear like she was interested in Oliver. And so and then Raquel just like sneaks her way in. So honestly watching this footage like I'm actually not surprised knowing what she did with Tom Sandoval because she's kind of being like a Jezebel a Jezebel,
1: like a sleuth. Yeah, like, no, I would have chalked it. If I didn't know what I know, I would have watched this and chalked it all up to Raquel being dumb and like not understanding like social cues. And yeah, but not her literally being like insidious and just like this yep. Jezebel of a woman.
0: By the way, I like really, I cannot watch James's mom. Like I think she is like the worst. Yeah, she's like, had I'll some never, bad moments. Uh, wishing Kristen Doty to be barren. Remember that. Yeah. Like she has said some of the most vile things, and she's literally been on the show four times. I can't watch no, her. Like hers, I think she's horrendous. Her saying I'm
1: so glad you guys met organically, and then Allie in her interview was like, "Yeah, my friend dragged me to a show." I was. I'm so confused about Allie because it actually seems like for one of James's ladies, he she actually has like some smarts. Yeah, which is making me think now that like maybe this is her foray into television. You yeah. know, because like really all you have to be is James's girlfriend and look, you could be on the cover Raquel, of a star. the New York Post.
0: Yeah, I, I, I can't get a good read on her either, but like I do like her. I
1: like her too because like I think she makes sense and she gets J- mad at James appropriately, but she's also not dating Raquel. And like what R- James did to Raquel is like, she can't act like it happened to her, but she could still like,
0: you know, proceed with caution. No, I'm sorry, Raquel, like trying to weigh whether or not she should, like, go for Tom and being like, well, Katie didn't come to my puppy party. I I actually, like, I I felt, like, serious, like, shame and embarrassment just, like, having to hear her say that. Yeah. My puppy party.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And then next week, or this week, looks crazy when they're in bed and I guess Raquel is wasted and Lala says, like, um, you know, I would not trust drunk you around my man. And Raquel said, well, good thing you don't have a man to bring around
0: no honestly I don't know what we would be thinking like watching this season if we didn't know what we know I maybe we would just be thinking like Raquel is
1: spiraling yes oh for sure the drinking is not helping her but a seven month affair isn't because you're drunk all the time
0: no 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 but now knowing what she's really like none of this is really all that shocking yeah knowing what she's capable of it
1: is shocking though because it's just like She's so duplicitous and the fact that she could sit at a table and I think she's so shy. She couldn't even make a toast, but she could sit at a table and tell Katie's mother that she wants to hook up with her daughter, that she has a crush on her daughter's ex-husband and they're not even final divorce. I'm like, you got a big brass set of balls.
0: Yeah. No, that's like fucking delusional. Loved Katie's mom.
1: Yeah. Like someone needed to like bring the emotion into this and just explain why what you're doing is fucking wrong. But like, that's not a shy little girl.
0: No. Who do you think is going to be on Watch Reppens Live? Well, I feel like... like was, I feel like moving forward, whoever's going to be on Watch Reppens Live after Random Pump Rules, like, that's actually more interesting than actually... Because now we're finally getting real-time commentary. Of course. Lisa's episode was so interesting. I think she was a little wasted because she was being crazy. She was very loose. She was being She was loose.
1: crazy, which I love yeah. that for her. Um, I also <laughs> felt like Andy dropped the ball a little bit. And Zach said the same thing yeah. when we were watching. That, like, it just... Even though I think Scandaval has, like, you know pumped new blood through his veins like Lisa would say something and he's just like constantly looking through the cards for the next question it's like don't you have all the questions in your head this like this is the
0: craziest thing of all time the cards also that last week's episode of Vanderpump Rules was the highest rated episode in the last two years which is not shocking to no I'm surprised it's not in the last like 10 years 10 years no it's the craziest thing yeah and by the way, I had to buy the episode on iTunes because I was watching it on the plane yesterday and Vanderpump Rules, all the different seasons are all over the iTunes charts, like number one, two, three, four. Good, good.
1: Also, I feel like maybe Tom Schwartz will be on this week because he was at the airport coming, I I want to say, coming to New York. But but also, Jax was
0: tweeting, oh, remember? Oh yeah, Jax
1: said he's coming. Yeah, well actually no, Schwartz was interviewed by TMZ. It could have been in New York, but probably was L.A., it was probably I LA. don't know but that was the thought I had when I saw him in the airport that like it's Watch What Happens Live. Oh I'm sorry Watch What Happens Live I just saw they released their
0: schedule. Oh. I apologize give me one second. What night is Vanderpump Rules on? Wednesday. Uh, okay wait here I have the schedule. Wednesday is Katie Maloney and Danny Pellegrino. Okay. That's good. Yeah
1: oh my god Katie's gonna be so good.
0: Yeah, but we need to hear from everyone. Honestly, Watch Robin's Live's ratings are about to go through the roof, and he really needs to, like, start caring Yeah, No, I mean, like, put the cards down. Have a put conversation. The cards down. It's going to be okay. He's McCurdia. Yeah, no, he's, like, addicted to the cards. <laughs> to the cards. Yeah, no, I've always felt that way. It's like he doesn't really listen for people's answers Because he's looking for to. his next question. Whereas the next question could come organically if you just listen. Right. And like you can't listen to the answer if you're looking for
1: your next question. But I understand how with some people it's like, you know, like an actor or something. It's like you need 20 minutes to ask them every question from all the fans. And the fans are going to give you questions from A to Z. Like, I understand. Fine. Yeah. But this is Skandavall.
0: What's to look? No, I know. This is your like Super Bowl. Who has more questions than Andy? You're like the Tom Brady. Get it together. Yeah. So I'm just living for absolutely everything that's coming out of everyone. And Kristen everyone. was spotted filming. Yes, Kristen is filming. But also Kristen doesn't have a Vanderpump Rules contract. So it's my understanding that a lot of the castmates who have podcasts are limited in what they can say. Um, but Kristen is not. So Kristen released an episode that everyone was like eating up. So if you want like some real BTS, check out Kristen's podcast.
1: Yeah. I heard a clip, but I forget what I heard now. But it was good. Yeah. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? The news you've been waiting for. Sure. The 2023 Razzie winners are here.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Big day. Yep. Big day. Worst picture. I forget. I forget that the Razzies Co- release the same time as the Oscars. They're so funny. They're so
1: funny. Worst picture. Blonde. I agree. And I didn't see it. Worst actor. Jared Leto. Morbius. I didn't see it, but I feel like that's pretty accurate. Worst actress. They forgot to update the winner, but I'm using deductive reasoning that it's Anna de Armas, blonde.
0: Yeah. By the way, total sidetrack, but like Elvis literally didn't win one Oscar.
1: Uh, There were a few where I thought that they might win like for... um costumes Cinema, like effects yeah, yeah. Oh, costume. and set yeah. design because they really mm-hmm. recreated but yeah. to cre- recreate something is different than creating something out of nothing even though all quiet on the western front one and they recreated world war one but like that's to create like-, like you know a battlefield it's kind of harder than like a
0: <laughs> a set that already existed you're just recreating yeah, like it. a stage in vegas like i stage. just thought it was like kind of crazy how like it was like such a big movie but like when you really boil it down like it was like low-key not good like uh, he was amazing and the music like like the movie itself was like kind of bad i liked the movie a lot but it
1: wasn't an oscars movie no there was something a little too corny about it
0: and i would say the corniness
1: came from austin butler
0: yeah cheesy yeah but i'm happy that he had his moment with the razzies me too worst
1: remake ripoff or sequel that's a funny category pinocchio Mm -hmm. wow even though it Uh, won worst supporting actor tom hanks elvis
0: oh my god thank you i finally feel seen from the razzies thank you worst screen couple (laughs) who's
1: that tom hanks and his latex laden face and ludicrous accent elvis
0: agreed thank you razzies finally doing something important that is
1: so funny how they
0: um just make up like couples that's not yeah real... <laughs> no they're
1: so funny so funny worst screenplay blonde worst director machine gun kelly and mod son in good morning
0: i don't even know what that Me is either
1: so the razzies have
0: spoken the razzies have spoken and you know what did they lie
1: no, no lies
0: were told and that's what's just so funny about like the oscars and just Like this, you know, very upper echelon filmmaking community is like they are giving out awards for best when like the people, like the Razzies, like there are movies that are on both lists. Yeah, got
1: to keep them humble. But you know who wasn't there? Brendan Fraser.
0: No, of course not. The Razzies. Everything everywhere all at once
1: wasn't there either.
0: Right, like like actual good performances. Yeah. Um. So that's the end of award season. I feel like we've been getting a lot of news out of like those, you know. Core people, Ariana DeBose, Michelle Yeoh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Angela Bassett. Um, Austin Butler. Austin Butler. We'll see what next year's circuit brings. And like. I feel like this year's circuit was like not super A-list.
1: No. And and that's what I was saying. Like every year it's like the same people who are nominated for all the big award shows because they're in the big movies. And so we just see them a million times. And like I'm just tired of this bunch.
0: Yeah. this Because I didn't think this bunch was very um, fabulous, honestly. Yeah. It had its it had its key stars, Michelle Yeoh, but like I don't know, overall it wasn't it wasn't like the coolest crowd. No, it wasn't. You know? It was not, but
1: they there was some really good stories in there. Brendan
0: Fraser, Ki yeah. Haikwon,
1: like and that's better than some of the fabulosity of, you know, like Jessica Chastain winning
0: again. Right. Even though, you know, Jessica Chastain really never disappoints. Uh
1: I say. Like um, she's been you know, recently. I've heard she's really good in George and Tammy, which I've been meaning to watch, but like you know how I felt about Tammy Faye.
0: Oh, I loved Tammy Faye. And
1: then she won an Oscar for it.
0: Oh, I, I liked it. I actually loved it. And by the way, it.
1: I love her.
0: Loved. Yeah, I know. She's your your she, turn.
1: like I love her and I love and she always looks amazing. I thought she looked great last night why was she wearing a mask in the audience? And then took it off did, like to talk like as if oh I'm talking the virus can't no, get I me. No I feel like, like if you're wearing a mask you have COVID.
0: Oh no way. I God. feel like she no way. like has COVID. Honestly fire call. <laughs> um no I thought that was weird too only like okay if you're gonna wear a mask like and someone's talking to you like you taking it off like literally defeats the purpose of you putting it on so like you're either you being putting performative. putting it on defeats the purpose of you putting it like, on. Like you're being performative or you don't fucking care. Which one is it? Uh, I have, or you have COVID, or, or, you, have or COVID. you have COVID,
1: and you really wanted to go. No, actually, like now I'm to need. There's need to no reason her. why she needs to be wearing a mask unless she has COVID, and like
0: so eating true. still was a cloth mask, right? Like sitting wearing a mask, like bumper <laughs> to bumper with 50 people around you, <laughs> is so dumb because you're not helping anyone. No. No, I th- and then she literally took it off to talk. Like question mark. She took it off <gasps> for the shared mic. Right, with Malala and Colin Farrell. Yeah. So that's our show. That's your Oscars recap, your Pump Rules recap, your Libs in recap. And we've got a great week coming up. You know, we've got Tuesday. We've got Wednesday. And then we also actually, we have Thursday and Friday. It's so true. We do. And not every other yeah, show purple. has that. No, I would say, I would argue none of them do.
1: Very few are daily.
0: So... Daily. Daily girlies. We're daily turdies. Daddy, daily turdies, sweardies. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for listening to The Toast, of the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast-sized stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please, oh, also, John Travolta. Missed um, him. When he, oh, he came out, and I think everyone was like, Adele, does he? I'm like ready for him. And he really, he got choked up. Um, he, he introduced the in memoriam. That was Lenny Kravitz and Olivia Newton-John, mm-hmm. who, it was, um, it was, I think, like, it was actually really sweet. He got, like, really choked up talking about Olivia Newton-John. That's really sweet. Um, I heard Anne Heche was left out. Oh, you know what? She was. But then they did, like, for all the rest of the people, you know, who weren't famous enough to make the TV, go to this website. <laughs> it was kind of, like, really fucking tacky. Like, either include everyone or don't. Like, don't send people to a website to That's remember new. them, you know? Yeah, it was really, really, like, tacky. Do you think she wasn't famous enough? I don't think so. Like, people know her. No, but, like, what would be the criteria for getting on TV and then getting on the website? Obviously, like, fame. The Oscar winner? Nah. Fame. Fame. I want to live forever. Is that what they say? I don't know. Let me look it up. I know, it's, I know it goes like something. Like, yeah, I want to live. Oh. Do they, they say, say fame? fame? Yeah, because the show's name is Fame. Wait, that's from Fame? Like, I think so.
1: Now you're, like, making me question I everything. I
0: live forever. Um,
1: okay, I'm pretty, yeah, they say, fame. I'm gonna live forever. I'm gonna learn how to fly high. I feel it Come. coming together. People will see me and cry. Remember, remember. Yeah, because you'll remember my name, because I'm gonna be. Interesting. I'm going to be famous.
0: Jackie's a the musical theater girl. I know. That was lame. <laughs> that was like literally embarrassing. <laughs> Dead. I'm embarrassed um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for watching show. <laughs> thumbs up we're also available as podcasts anywhere podcasts can be found on so Spotify iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio I, Radiocast, Box all the places we have. listen to podcasts. find us the tons even five star review about our beautiful stunning and wickedly talented we are hope you have a great day Jackie don't go into labor <laughs> love you. bye, bye.